0: during today's satsang podcast i repeat the glossary definition of the term simran on three different occasions because simran is one of the key practices of Mat, the path of the masters definitions of the word simran simran or remembrance Repetition of Names or Thoughts In Sattmata the Simran of worldly thoughts is controlled through the Simran of the five charged names Sacred names of God, sacred mantras to be repeated by an initiate throughout the day as well as when sitting for meditation practice as a means of collecting the thought currents at the third eye center. These names correspond to heavenly realms or inner regions or levels and so therefore are used as a password of sorts to the higher planes. The repetition of these sacred names also serves as a means of protection from negative power influences. light in the darkness a satsang discourse by Baba Ram Singh when we do Simran given by our masters it is that Simran which brings about a transformation that gets us away from our attachments our egos and our greed our desires all of that is gradually removed by Simran And that is what brings about the transformation. Swamiji Maharaj once said, Till we manifest the sound current within, we have darkness within, like we have had for hundreds of millions of lives before. Baba Ram Singh So, to dispel that darkness, even if we are able to manifest that sound current for a second, we will be able to get light within. And then, whenever we close our eyes, there is light within, and that darkness is dispelled forever. To manifest that sound current, the Masters give us the tools of Simran and Dion, By doing these, we are able to go within. Our mind is, today, accustomed to going outside for everything, and we are forever being driven outside. To get that mind inwardly focused, the Masters give us the tools of Simran and Dion. And by doing those, we are gradually able to get our attention focused at the Third Eye Center. Welcome to the Sant Mat Satsang Podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio. Today spiritual discourses from Hazur Baba Sawan Singh, a quote from Sant Kripal Singh, a reading from Baba Somanath commenting on some mystic verses of Sant Das, a reading from the Gospel of Truth by Valentinus of Alexandria, a little bit from the Gospel of John and the Acts of John, and lots and lots of satsang discourses from Baba Ram Singh Ji today on the Sant Mat Satsang Podcast. Up first, Hazur Baba Sawan Singh, the great master, Excerpts from letter 104 from a collection of letters to initiates known as spiritual gems. Hazur Baba Samwan Singh In my last letter, it was stated that to live the life of Christ, one must develop the latent powers in himself which Christ had developed. Man is an inexhaustible store of powers, the whole creation is within him, along with the Creator. The drop is in the ocean and the ocean is in the drop creation is in the creator and the creator is in the creation in the absence of the tapping of that power from within it is impossible to grasp the significance even of the moral teachings of christ what to say of the kingdom of the father in heaven so long as our attention is attached to the sense organs We are slaves of the senses, whichever sense pleases pulls the attention over to itself. The attention of the eye is irresistibly pulled out when it sees a beautiful object. The attention of the ear is pulled out when it hears a sweet voice. When we came out of our mother's womb and opened our eyes, we saw the world. When we opened our ears, we heard the voices of the world. When we opened our tongue, we replied to what we heard and thereby we established our connection with the world and became of this world. We practice this in our mother's arms, at the feet of the teachers, in schools and do the same in daily life. This is our life confined to this world, the material plane. Before we came into this world, our attention worked at a different plane, the mental plane. Coming out into this material plane, we forgot all about the mental plane. If now we can close our eyes, ears and tongue when we meditate, do not allow our attention to run out through the eyes, ears and tongue, we disconnect ourselves from this material plane and reconnect ourselves with the mental plane. Our mental powers will be developed. On the strength of these powers we would be living on the material plane but would not be of matter. Would not be slaves of the senses and the objects of our senses. The sum total of these observations is there is one power and only one, the sound current which leads us from the eye center to our spiritual home. All other powers without exception keep us confined to the material and mental planes giving us forms according to our actions. If during our lifetime entry has been made into the eye center and the sound current or bell sound has been grasped, life has been usefully spent If this has not been done, even though all else has been done, and most successfully, then life has been wasted. This done, all is done, this not done, all else is as if nothing is done. Such is the finding of Sontemot, and is in fact, a fact. It is not an arbitrary mandate. Only the other day I was at the foothills of the Himalayas for satsang. Some 1,200 were initiated. The hill folk are usually simple and pure-minded. At the very time of initiation, there were many who saw light within themselves, and some heard the bell sound. On account of their scattered minds, it is difficult for the educated to concentrate. But with faith and perseverance, it becomes easy. When this is the only way and we are going to go this way, then why not go now? You have received initiation, the first step. You know where to go, Sachkhand. You know the way through the eyes and the five stages whose distinctive marks have been given. You know the method, Simran, to reach the eye center and the sound current from this center upward. It is now for you to take the next step, reach the eye center. You may depend on your friend for assistance. In the beginning was the Logos. In the beginning was the Sound. In the beginning was the Word. Who else is Christ but the Sound of God? It says in the Acts of John. Of course, in the beginning was the Word is from the Gospel of John. Sawan Singh. Defining a thing to a person means expressing it in terms which a person understands. In other words, of which she has the experience. St. John in chapter 1 verses 1 through 5 has tried to explain the word, bringing the definition down to our experience, step by step. He describes the word as one identical with God two, the maker of all things, 3. The life, 4. The light of men. At the other end, the word is God. And at this end, it is our life and light, which in our darkness we do not comprehend. He who has comprehended the word as light, life, maker of all things, and as God bestows upon as many as approach him, the power to become sons of God all saints are sons of God their mission is to make others the sons of God their method is the word the sound current the word is light it resounds through the whole creation material, mental and spiritual within us and outside us it is light and sound both saint connects with it as the sound current the lights and sounds at the different stages of the journey are already known to you the significance of the word will grow step by step with experience. I wanted to share a couple of passages from the Gospel of Truth by Valentinus of Alexandria about how a formless God communicates with souls residing in worlds or realms of form like the material plane the material universe astral plane and so on this first paragraph comes from the gnostic scriptures the second edition which just came out a few weeks ago the gnostic scriptures by bentley Layton, the new edition the father's intervention Acquaintance from the Father and the appearance of His Son gave them a means to comprehend. After He appeared to tell them about the Father, the uncontained, and had breathed into them what was the thought of the Father doing His will, when many had received the light they converted to Him, And this is from the Marvin Meyer translation of the Gospel of Truth by Valentinus. The Nag Hammadi scriptures on this same theme of the son revealing the unseen father. The father utters the names of people who know and are summoned. Whoever has knowledge is from above. If called, that person hears, replies, turns to the one who is calling and goes up to him. He knows how he is called. That person has knowledge and does the will of him who called. That person wishes to please him, finds rest and has the appropriate name. Those who have knowledge in this way know where they come from and where they are going. They know as one who having become intoxicated has turned from his drunkenness and having come to his senses has gotten control of himself. The Gospel of Truth by Valentinus of Alexandria on this process of awakening being awakened, this upward call being called and coming to know oneself again. On the practice of the word, the sound current Hazur Baba Sawan sang from spiritual gems, letters to initiates, letters to satsangis. The higher one rises on this current the greater the strength. There are many who excel others in this field and go beyond their reach. You cannot realize the truth of this statement if you work your way up. The physical, astral and causal bodies are the cages, one inside the other, to keep the soul from escaping and flying to its home. It is a parrot in a triple cage. When the cages are cut off, it comes into its own and is free to fly. This is freedom of man to be attained in human form while alive. At this end, in the physical plane, the light and sound are lost in gross matter. On the finer planes, astral, causal, and spiritual, sound is audible and light is visible. At the upper end, the sound is the finest music unheard by human ears and the light is of millions of suns and moons in one ray. The reality is beyond description. Hazur Baba Sawan sing Sant Kripal Singh. Once the life stream becomes audible. The sound current in meditation. One is never lonely. Once the life stream becomes audible, one is never lonely, for he hears its reverberations at home and abroad. The voice of God keeps reminding him of the true home of his father. The practice of the sound principle rids one of all troubles and afflictions. Says Master Kripal Singh. Like Kurpal Singh, Baba Somanath was another great Gurumukh disciple of great master Hazur Baba Sanwan Singh. In recent years, the satsang discourses and hymns of Baba Sumanath have been translated into English. And so we are blessed with new things to read. In the English language, those of us who do not speak Hindi and yet desire satsang discourses and to continue learning about this path of santmat have material from Baba Somanath, as well as many new satsang discourses from Baba Ram Singh Ji have been translated into English as well, making all of that material available to us, and we are blessed. The following is a commentary by Baba Somanath on a mystic hymn or bhajan of Sant Ravidas from the Adi Granth, the Guru Granth. Ravidas says, I have sung the Lord's praises over and over, but now of whom should I sing? The one who is singing resides within me. As long as you are aware of the body and its desires, you will go on crying out for help. Baba Samanath on Surat Shabbat Yoga, Inner Light and Sound Meditation Practice, making it possible in meditation to transcend the realm of the five senses and begin the exploration of the inner regions beyond, coming to know yourself as a ray or spark of the divine. A soul drop from the divine ocean of love. As long as you are aware of the body and its desires, you go on crying out to the Lord for help. As long as you think that the Supreme Being is something separate from you, then in order to reunite with Him... You go on praising and glorifying Him, you sing of His qualities and describe His greatness. But when you rise above all thoughts of the body, when every desire is removed, then you are all alone, you are soul, untrammeled by the body, free of birth and death, now and forevermore, freed from the fetters of this material realm. Ravidas Ji is revealing a profound truth to us. Sant Ravidas, when the mind loses itself in the Shabad, the sound current, in meditation, and all the desires of the body disappear, who remains to sing the Lord's praise? Baba Sumanath, on merging into the divine light and sound, how the true bhajan, listening to the sound current, is the hymn of the divine singing within us, reverberating within us. When the mind becomes absorbed in the one primal Lord, when it contacts the Shabbat, it becomes united with it, it merges into the light and becomes the form of the light, then who remains to sing the Lord's praise? There is no more you, quote-unquote, When you have united with the Lord, you have no existence separate from Him. So who is singing praises, and whose praises are they singing? As long as you think you are separate from the Lord, then you yourself sing His praise and glory, and you yourself hear that praise. You are the singer, and you are the listener. But when you have merged your identity, your individual identity, into the one who is the all-doer when you have become his very form then who remains to sing his praises sant ravidas when you rise above desire you reach the highest realm then you attain true happiness commentary by baba sumanath When you remove desire from your within, then you become the form of tranquillity. No cravings remain within you. When water becomes still, then no waves can arise. But when the water becomes agitated by the wind or by any other currents that would disturb its equanimity, then waves and ripples form. We chase after those waves and follow wave after wave. We continue. ...to take birth. Think about it. What is the nature of a wave? It is made up of water. And what is the nature of water? It is mercurial, ever-changing. So as long as the waves of desire keep arising in our mind... ...they will shape our understanding and our intellect. All our actions will be driven by those waves... We will create karmas to fulfill our desires, and then we will become bound fast by those very karmas. But when we reverse the trend of our thoughts, from where can those waves arise? Then we enter the field of truth. When we absorb our thoughts in truth, then no desires can come up. And when desire is removed, we cease creating karmas to achieve those desires. When desire controls us, then we create more karmas to gain the object of our desire. And our karmas keep us bound. When desire is removed, we become free of karma. Then we gain true happiness, says Baba Somanath. This discourse above from Baba Sumanath reminds me of some writings of the old Syriac mystics. You know, when we change from our normal waking state of consciousness, when we shift in meditation, you know, things change. We don't need to sing hymns anymore. We go beyond the realm of the I-Thou relationship and prayer. No need to pray anymore when the master is in the house so to speak. This is a passage from John of Apamia, from the Prayers of the Mystics section of the Syriac Fathers on Prayer and the Spiritual Life, translated from the original Syriac Aramaic by Professor Sebastian Brock of Oxford University. I've interviewed him before. And have been in touch with him from time to time about all those great syriac mystical texts john of apamia what wonders has your love effaced when someone is still alive he has left this world though his bodily condition remains with the world's bodily condition yet his spirit has been raised up towards you So that for a period of time, he is where he knows not, being totally raptured and drawn towards you. from the spiritual satsang discourses of Baba Ram Singh Once a soul is initiated the masters never leave the soul back in the ocean of life and death or samsara they usually always take the soul within even if the soul has love and devotion equal to one seed of a sunflower even if he has done that little meditation or devotion, but he cares about the master, then they come and fetch the soul. So this is a very precious time that has been given by God Almighty to us, and we should be very mindful of this precious time, and we should be focused on going back to our true home, to the Supreme Being. Simran is the first step in Santmat, the term Simran defined according to the glossary found in the discourses of Baba Ram Singh. Simran, remembrance, repetition of names or thoughts. In Mat, the Simran of worldly thoughts is controlled through the Simran of the five charged names, repeated by an initiate throughout the day and when sitting for meditation. As a means of collecting the thought currents at the third eye center Simran also used as a password of sorts to higher planes and protection from negative power influences An interesting definition of Simran These sacred names are repeated during meditation and throughout the day as often as possible. These names correspond to heavenly realms or inner regions and thus are a kind of set of keys or passwords to the higher realms. The repetition of various sacred names is a way to recenter in a world that's always trying to keep us off center help us awaken in a world of slumber. These are sacred words of power that make it possible for us to redirect our attention. And that's a very powerful tool. Simran is the first step in Sant Mat, Baba Ram Singh. So when you are here, you should do Simran as much as possible while you are walking, while you are eating, and while going about your other work. And with this, you will get the grace of Babaji, because when we do Simran like this, and then when we sit for meditation, it is the Simran which we have done the day long that helps us at the time of meditation. If we are not doing Simran, then our mind is scattered and all the other things then affect our meditations. So we should spend as much time as possible and maximize our Simran we should focus our attention towards Simran. Simran is the first step in Sant Mat, And it is only with Simran that we leave out the nine doors of the senses and come to the tenth. One of the proofs that our Simran is being done correctly is that in any kind of difficulty, we first remember Simran. Excerpts from Simran does not come automatically to us unless we develop the habit By Sant Ram Singh The first step on the ladder of devotion is Guru Bhakti Or devotion to the Master And devotion of the Master does not mean that we take some incense or some candles and light them And do such outward rituals The Devotion of the Master is basically doing our meditation, doing our Simran and Dion, and doing Seva at the feet of the Master. These are the first steps on the path of devotion. The names that have been given to us at the time of initiation are the names of the lords of the plains in the higher regions. These are the lords who have never taken an avatar and come into this world and they are very pure lords. So taking their name and repeating that in our mind makes the mind also pure. So Simran is our first step on this ladder. Till we are able to do Simran to the level where it starts happening automatically in our mind, we will not be able to progress much on this path. That is why Masters lay a lot of emphasis on Simran. And they say that you should do Simran when you're cooking food, or you're walking, or you're traveling, or doing anything in a routine. You should do as much Simran as possible. It is Simran only that will take the attention of the soul and get it out of the nine doors of the senses and bring it into the 10th door. So Simran is a very important thing until we become good at that we will not be able to progress much within. The mind is prone to doing Simran of the world and does not like to do the Simran of the nam that has been given by the Masters. So every time we sit for trying to do Simran the mind pulls us outwardly. It takes time to develop this. Initially, we have to forcefully do it because the mind is used to being outside. We have to force it to sit and do Simran. And this is a slow process because of the habit of the mind. One cannot say whether it will take a certain number of days or a certain number of months or years, but it takes a bit of time for the mind to get accustomed to this. Initially, we repeat the names with the tongue, and silently we repeat them in the mouth with the tongue because we are used to repeating that way it comes more easily to us but later we start repeating the names in the mind that is called japa or manas japa so initially this is done verbally or with the mouth then consciously with the mind and then when it becomes automatic in the mind it is called ajapa So once the mind starts doing it automatically, then we get successful and we will be able to quickly go within. Therefore, we should try to spend more and more time doing Simran. God sits in this human body and he has provided this opportunity to get salvation and go back to him now if we have wasted this opportunity we have wasted that opportunity that god almighty himself has created for us this simran is given to you by the masters you should practice that simran and focus at the eye center the third eye center the masters have given it as simran for us to do we have to do this simran and when we do that we go to the eye center Once we are at the eye center, we manifest the form of the master and with the grace of the master the sound current is also manifested. The master who has given you the initiation is waiting for you to come to the eye center. That much duty is ours. We have to go to the eye center following his instructions. After that the master will take you further. By doing Simran you manifest the form of the master within. And once you have manifested the master within, he will always be there with you every second. And then the sound current, which is resonating at the eye center, will take you further up. And on the path from one sound current to the other sound current, it will take you back to God Almighty. Once you have manifested the radiant form of the master within, then he extends his grace to you And all that you require, he takes care of and fulfills all the things you want. And he's always there with you. One of the proofs that our Simran is being done correctly is that in any kind of difficulty, we first remember Simran. When we are facing some difficulty, even in a dream state, and we start remembering our Simran, and we start doing Simran in that state, Then you can say your Simran is now on the right path, and you are doing it correctly. Excerpts from a spiritual satsang discourse by Baba Ram Singh, titled, Simran does not come automatically to us unless we develop the habit. Before I proceed with this next spiritual satsang discourse, I'm going to visit the glossary of mystic terms because these terms will come up during the final reading today, the next reading today. From the back of this booklet, consisting of satsang discourses of Baba Ram Singh is a very fine glossary of spiritual terms, Simran, repetition of names or thoughts. In Sant Mat, the Simran of Worldly Thoughts is controlled through the Simran of the Five Charged Names, repeated by an initiate throughout the day and when sitting for meditation, as a means of collecting the thought currents at the Third Eye Center, also used as a password of sorts to higher planes and protection from negative power influences. Bhajan means the devotional practice of listening to the inner sound current. The term bhajan also can refer to a devotional song or hymn composed by a saint or saint. But in terms of the path of the masters and meditation practice, bhajan refers to the bhakti practice of being devoted to the inner sound with transcendental hearing, the ears of the soul focusing on the divine sound in meditation, the ultimate cosmic hymn of the universe, bhajan, listening to the sound current that is playing continuously within. The term satsang, satsang literally means in association with truth, to be in the company of the truth of a living master, typically outwardly through hearing the master's discourses and receiving his darshan or vision. Also in the inner context the term satsang means to be absorbed in the inner sound current of the eternal truth. The term Nam, nam sound current synonymous with Shabad, Dun, Logos, etc. Or word. Literally name. Also the mantra or words given to initiates during initiation. Or Nam Dan. Nam Dan. Initiation into Surat Shabad Yoga by a living master connecting the soul with the inner sound current. The power of Nam. Or Shabd. The audible life stream. The final discourse on today's Satsang podcast. We should not look at meditation as a burden. Just as it is important to feed our body every day we eat food, it is equally important to do Bhajan Simran, which is the food of the soul. A discourse by Babaram Singh Ji. When the Simran increases our love and attention automatically gets focused within. Babaji or Baba Somanath used to always say in his satsang that we should not look at bhajan simran as a burden. We should do it with love and affection. Without love and affection it is not possible to do bhajan because our mind is outwardly bound to all outside attachments and desires. So when we sit for meditation And it is not done with love and affection, then it is a very dry kind of bhajan, and we don't get the satisfaction from that bhajan. Mahatmas say that there is only one love in us. That love, we have to see where that should be directed. So, if that is directed at the feet of the Master, then we get success in bhajan. So that one love which we have, it is very easy to direct it outside because we are attached outside. Our desires, our attachments are all outside. So the love for those things and our love which is there again gets connected in that direction. So it becomes difficult when we sit for bhajan. We are unable to get that love and affection at the feet of the master. But when we sit for meditation if we do our Simran and we focus our Simran then as the Simran keeps increasing and progressing our love and attention automatically start getting focused within and our love and affection goes to the feet of the Master and someday when we get the taste of Nam within then the mind completely changes within and starts focusing our love and attention within. And then we are able to sit for longer periods of time in meditation. It is difficult to bring about a transformation within ourselves unless we sit for meditation for longer hours. So it is Simran which enables us to do that. By doing Simran we are able to gradually start sitting for longer hours and focusing within and then once we are able to do it lovingly and with affection then gradually our attention starts getting focused at the back of the eye center and we go and see the radiant form of the master within currently our mind is repeating all our outside thoughts everything that we are attached with outside keeps getting repeated and the mind is constantly in that repetition so if we start repeating the nam given by the master then gradually the mind will shift and that repetition will be able to cut out the outside repetition. For us it is equally important to listen to satsang every day. If we listen to satsang once in 15 days or a month, then we will not be able to bring about that change or transformation. So when we sit for satsang at our homes, we can listen to those satsangs on the DVDs, but we should listen to that with complete focus and attention and with full love and affection and leave all our outside things that we are doing for that time, during which we sit for satsang. If we sit like that, then it is as good as sitting in the presence of the master. So we should listen to satsang every day. We should do our bhajan also every day. And whenever we have some free time, when the mind is idle, we should do our simran during the rest of the day. Now, by doing that, we will definitely start getting increased or or rather we will start getting interested in the path within and we will start getting our success on the path just as it is important to feed our body every day we eat food it is equally important to do bhajan simran which is the food of the soul by doing that the soul will become stronger and the mind will become weaker a meditation talk that took place during the month of august 2016 the morning discourse on that date by Baba Ram Singh found in volume 4 of the satsang discourses of Baba Ram Singh saying that we should do Simran all the time as much as we can throughout the day so by the time we get to sit for meditation we are already quite focused we've been practicing the presence of God and have been maintaining a a certain degree of positivity you know in the positive power and living in divine grace which protects us from the negative power and it makes it easier to get to the light to get to the third eye and to get to the sound and by doing satsang every day he is referring to Uh, reading something, he mentioned DVDs, Uh, there may be a few DVDs, I'm looking into that actually, Uh, there are satsang talks online and that is a level of satsang or reading one of the discourses of the masters, the the poetry or prose of the masters just reading something uh, and then putting the book down and going into meditation practice at home, part of our daily satsang life. Part of our daily spiritual practice at home. Focus on the teachings of the masters, some spiritual discourse or recording, some poetry or prose from one of the masters, or singing a few bhajans, if you know the words, and uh, then sitting for meditation. That is what is meant by Having a daily satsang at home. My name is James Bean. Thanks for joining me today for this satsang podcast focused on the satsang spiritual discourses of Hazur Baba Sawan Singh. There was a passage from Sant Kripal Singh, a reading from Baba Somanath commenting on some mystic verses of Sant Ravi Das from the Guru Granth. A passage from the Acts of John, the Gospel of John, also from the Gospel of Truth by Valentinus of Alexandria from the Nag Hammadi Library. And, of course, lots of living words, living spiritual discourses from Baba Ram Singh. Tune in again for another edition of the sant Mat Satsang Podcast, a production of Spiritual Awakening Radio.